0: Rodgers snaps it quick, pressure coming, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon! Touchdown Packers! It's Rodgers running for the score! Case on a deep drop, steps up in the
1: pocket, he'll fire to the right
0: side! Caught by Giggs. Stay alive! Aaron Rodgers to the Titans could be interesting.
1: I mean they got a team. So a quarterback that doesn't throw a pick in the first attempt of the game would definitely help.
0: Yeah, that would be that would be a very good super team. Even though I hate super teams, but I think that would be a very good team.
1: I don't think that would be a super team. I don't think that defense like the defense is really good, but I don't think that defense is like a super team. Worthy
0: that defense kept them in it for a while against the Bengals.
1: What happens if Derrick Henry goes down again?
0: Then they have Aaron Rodgers. They got the number one seed without Derrick Henry. I think they'll be fine. My, my question is who would the Titans have to trade for Rodgers? Obviously three picks are going to go. That's uh th- that's, that's done. But then after that, who we traded?
1: I don't understand the financials or the cap situation enough to like know what they would have to get rid of with that. Because I assume Tannehill would have to go somewhere, right? I don't know what his contract is, but he's got to be a chunk. They're not going to keep him as a backup. I thought he just signed something like last year, two years ago or something. $118 million, Yeah, in 2020. So like they'd have to figure out something with like that four years,
0: twenty twenty. So his cap hit isn't as big as it would be. Wait, twenty twenty. So, so he's just... half.
1: So he's halfway. I don't know. I don't know how that worked, but uh, I don't think maybe. it's a legit thing. But... It could be. I mean, this—that's what happened to Kawhi Leonard, right? When he was leaving the Spurs, he bought a house in Toronto, and that was like two months before we knew where he was going. Like, you don't buy land if you're not planning it. Like, Nashville's a weird place to, like, buy land if you're not planning on going there.
0: Yeah, I've never been to Nashville. I've always wanted to go. I've never thought about Rodgers landing anywhere other than Denver or Green Bay. So, me picturing Rodgers in in Tennessee is actually kind of exciting with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry doesn't have to run the ball 90 jillion times anymore. Um. A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, yeah. Who's their tight end? The
1: Titans' tight end. I feel like he's decent.
0: Yeah, why do I feel?
1: <laughs> I'm just blanking on his name, but I feel like he's. I feel like he's good. I was going to say Janu, but that was last year. But I actually, I really like the Titans' backup. Uh,
0: Running backs.
1: Running backs, because um, mm-hmm. I've seen them, uh, when I watched the games, I watched them do some play-action stuff and some kind of Christian McCaffrey rollout right-left, which is something Rodgers is good at, so that'd be kind of nice. You put Derrick Henry in, and then just run your backups out for some receiving yards.
0: I agree. I, I don't know how I feel about their O-line, but also Rodgers makes just him being him and being kind of like, so I don't know how to say it. um, Such a brainiac. No, such a brainiac. Um, I think he makes any O-line look good.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, so no matter what happens, you can't count him out of a game. Yeah, I'm distracted now.
0: Okay, so their tight end is Swain Goff.
1: Jeff Swain. They have someone Jeff else, I thought. Or is he the number Jeff one? Jeff Swain.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Jeff Swain. Uh, they also have Swain Anthony... Goff. That's how it's spelled. It's spelled G-E-O-F-F.
1: <laughs> yeah, have you never seen that spelling of Jeff before? That's how you spell Jeff nowadays? Man.
0: Hershen, it goes,
1: goes both ways.
0: Uh, Anthony Fersker is their second, second string tight end.
1: Well then, I don't know. But to be fair, Robert Tanyan was a nobody, and when you got Aaron Rodgers, anything. Yeah, good.
0: he's probably going to be a cap casualty.
1: Actually, mm-hmm.
0: we should talk about how we. What do I think about the Packers? Let's talk First, about the Packers. Yeah, let's start off with the greatest team of all time that is great at disappointing me and my heart and my dreams. You know. Oh, I'm going to go on a little rant sesh, like you went on your little Dean rant sesh. For those of you that haven't listened to Ben's dating app rant session. I actually I actually would recommend it. I like it. I have some feedback for you, but we can go
1: off air for that feedback. Anyways. Um, yeah, it's a new segment. We'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah, I actually like the new segment. I think we should do it. We could do just one where it's you and you, your own and one uh, where both of us just rant about something we have on our minds. Anyways. The Packers always let us down. And... I'm to the point where I just um, I've run out of excuses at this point. I I always had I always held Rogers to such a goat standard. Like I was like, oh, if he was on the Patriots with Brady, like Brady was, they would have ended up beating Manning both those Eli Manning both those times. And Rogers is the goat. He just doesn't have the team around him. But at this point, you have choked so many times and not shown up so many times in the playoffs where I just, I'm done defending Rodgers. I am. And I really want Aaron back. But on the other hand, I'm like, can my heart stand another disappointing playoff season? This was the year for the Packers. This was it. And he's kind of turned into a Brett Favre as far as holding the Packers hostage every fucking offseason. where it might be worth it to just get some draft picks. Our defense is awesome. If we trade away Rodgers, we have enough cap space to to load up that defense um, and keep most of those de- defensive pieces. And then we have a decent running game. So, Jordan Love, just don't F it up. We would become kind of like the Titans and just do go run heavy with the defense and call it and see what happens with Jordan Love. I mean, I, I'm not. If I had to put a number right now, I would say we'd go ten and seven with Jordan Love versus eleven with three. Eleven and three or twelve and three now with um Rodgers. But yeah, I'm kinda I'm kind of annoyed. I'm kinda depressed. I I'm grateful for all the things Rogers has done in in my life as a Packer fan. But I'm also very disappointed with only one championship. I think we should have at least two. And that's me being very, very low on the bar.
1: <clears throat> when Bobby Gold walks out there and he he kicks that ball in the snow and it goes through the uprights, what are your first thoughts and emotions in that moment? Because you, you saw it coming. I mean, if, you know, they drive down the field. You kind of you had to have got that feeling in the back, you know, back your head.
0: You know, I didn't. I didn't because to be honest with you, I was watching that game and I thought the Packers had most of the control, even though our offense wasn't doing great. Our defense was playing lights out. And so I was thinking or hoping and praying and just having everything and and just praying to every God out there that, um, Rasul Douglas or someone like that was just going to come out of nowhere and intercept Jimmy G or a fumble was going to happen. And then, Rodgers was going to come in. He didn't play great the whole game, but you know what? He's going to come in. There's 30 seconds left, and we're going to go ahead and score here. Um, once that ball goes up the uprights and it's game over, I I could, I could, didn't believe it. I was honestly in shock. I didn't believe it. Um, and then after um, a little bit of time that same night, I then started pondering the idea of, was that Aaron Rodgers' last game in Lambeau Field as a Packer. And so, I'm a little more okay with the result. I think for the rest of my life, this season will always go down as definitely the the most crushing one as a Packer fan, by far. Um, Including the NFC Championship game we lost against the the Seahawks when we were up by like three touchdowns. Um, I also... Yeah, Rodgers didn't do great, but if you think about it, literally the the only reason we lost was special teams. That's it. They got all their points to special teams except for a field goal. That's insane. That's that's not acceptable. That's just crazy. Um, But I still think you're Aaron Rodgers. You need to put up 14 points. You can't throw two touchdowns. And the game started off hot. Remember, first drive, they just drove straight down the field and touchdown, and I was just thinking, like, okay, here we go. This is going to potentially be, a, be an Aaron Rodgers show, and then it wasn't, and I have no excuses, and I think Matt LaFleur also deserves some blame because, honestly, Rodgers was the only targeting Adams for no reason. Like, they were triple covering Adams, and Alan Lazard's running a cross route wide-ass open and nothing and i feel like after um mercedes lewis fumbled i feel like that just stuck with rogers head and he was just playing it safe and only throwing to two people that he trusts which was aaron jones and Devontae, and he just didn't want to chance it to anyone else but you can't you can't win with only two players you need to use everyone else you wanted randall cobb freaking target randall cobb um Fine. You don't want to target Josiah da You've targeted Alan Lazard all year, and he's been great. And then we don't. We only gave him the ball like once. Uh, yeah. Uh, as you can tell, I'm still pretty, pretty hurt by this loss.
1: Yeah, I think, I think shell shocked is a good word to describe it. <clears throat> and I mean, I'm I'm not a packer, packer fan, but. As someone who's been around uh, you and been around, you know, even watching uh, like Ty Schmidt on the Pat McAfee show or just kind of being kind of around Packer fans, this one seems to feel just worse than all the other losses. I mean, you look back, you guys have lost a lot of playoff games. Uh, For whatever reason, this one just really seems to hit home.
0: I think it's because for the first time in a while – in their own way, the Packers went all in. Like we went out and we got a good linebacker, which the Packers never do. We never have a good inside linebacker. Uh, we got Devondre Campbell. Uh, we picked up Russell Douglas, and and also the fact that everybody came back for this game. Um, it's a Darius Smith, Yari Alexander, like it's like okay, this is our time. Um, the last year to compare it a little bit. Everybody kind of knew this is the Bucs' shot. I'm just going to talk a little basketball here. This is the buck shot to win the championship. Like, if they don't win it here this year, this might have been their only window because of all the circumstances that were happening. Um, I think that's also why this is hurtful, because this was the Packers' shot. Um, like... Teams were such roller coasters this this year, I think. And then the Packers had beaten every team in the regular season that was left in the playoffs. Um, They beat both the teams in the Super Bowl this year. Except when it matters, they just never do.
1: Yeah.
0: So as much as I love Rodgers, I just think he's a great regular season quarterback. I do think that he will have a, A goat reputation again if he wins another Super Bowl, um, but as of right now, if he were to retire today, I do think it's a there's a big blemish there.
1: Just see the special teams coordinator is out.
0: About freaking time, dude! They should have fired him forever ago. This has been my my complaint all year since like week three. I've been telling you if we lose games, it's gonna come down to special teams. Um, and yeah, Mo Drayton and. I just I don't understand, but also the Packers have notoriously never had a good special team this whole decade basically, so I don't know what we have to do internally or differently for us to start fixing the special teams. Matt LaFleur said he's going to start looking um, at doing what, what Kyle Shanahan does, which is start um, put some starters in special teams, which Matt LaFleur rarely does, but also in the NFC Championship game, or er, divisional playoff loss to the niners aj dillon uh got his ribs broken in special in a special teams blocking game really yeah that's why he that's didn't crazy. play that's why he, um he scored the touchdown and then and then in the next couple plays he was in special teams and he got his ribs broken so that's why he never came back so it is a happy medium i think we just i don't know I don't know. I'm disappointed. I'm excited that we um, so we got rid of Nathaniel Hackett, our OC, which was bound to happen. Um, I'm excited for our O-line coach becoming the new offensive coordinator, Adam Stenovich, because we got to keep him, basically. Um, he's a great great coach. Um, Luke Getze, who was the quarterback coach, is officially a Bear. Um, and then we basically just upgraded everyone. Including Mike Vrabel's son, who's our new tight ends coach now, um, and all these other coaches. So I am excited. I think our I think our coaching staff is still going to be in high class. Our old line is still going to be great because our OC is the the old line coach that we had this year. Um, as far as cap casualties go, um, I'm excited and also nervous to see what the Packers are going to do, and it all comes down to Rogers. Um, my first scenario I'm going to go over is let's assume Roger stays. We're going to have to get rid of some players. So I would think Sidarius Smith is out. Billy Turner might be out. And I think they really need to figure out to keep both Devondre Campbell and Rasul Douglas. And then they would just probably cut Dean Lowry and pick up a a free agent to just take that spot or draft someone. Um I think they're gonna let Tanyan walk. So Tanya's probably gonna become a free agent as well. So yeah, they're losing quite a bit of pieces, but also they're keeping quite a bit of pieces. So like if Roger stays, you can you can uh, franchise tag Devontae. Um we have Aaron Jones signed up, we have AJ Dylan uh, still on his rookie years, rookie contracts. Um O line is basically everyone but Billy Turner. So, that's about it that I can think of big names. Oh, Adrian Amos. He's a a big safety. So, it all depends. And then if Rodgers gets traded and wants out of Green Bay, basically, we keep everyone. My other, I know I'm just going on a rant here, but my other um, question I have for Rodgers, who I wish I could just interview, is... um, he says he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild. And we we all know from interviews that him and Devontae kind of want to like stay together. If Rodgers leaves, he wants Devontae there. If Rodgers stays, he wants Devontae there. Um, the Packers have all the power when it comes to Devontae Adams. They can easily franchise tag him and he doesn't get a say. And like he can hold out, but that's not going to do much. If I'm a Packer fi- Packer, I'm not going to let him go. I'm going to keep him for Jordan Love. So... I do think that if he wants to stay with Devontae, that is something that could persuade him to stay there. And if Rodgers takes an extension and then takes a below-market deal, then we can basically re-sign everyone and that his cap hit won't be big. The reason his cap is huge right now is because this is his last year under contract because they reworked it all. So it should be a fun couple of months here as a Packer fan and very stressful.
1: Should be a fun couple months as a sports fan in general with this whole thing.
0: Yeah. And as we were saying, Rogers has uh, bought land in Tennessee and um, building a house. So that's Mm -hmm. my other thing. So like no matter what team he goes to, they're going to have to let go of big key pieces to get traded for Rogers.
1: Yeah. To some extent. Um, I saw some teams, though, that just have a lot of cap space as it is. So one of the reasons the Broncos are such a high-profile destination is because I think they have like 30, 40 mil in free space that they can kind of just use. So they can work some deals or whatever, but they probably don't have to lose too many people to work a deal for Rodgers.
0: No, it's not. They have some free space. That's not what I mean. It's not them as far as being able to get Rodgers and work it in with their cap. It's the fact that you have to trade and have the Packers agree to the trade. So, if let's just say Rodgers wants to go to the Broncos for an example. Jerry Judy's out. Jerry Judy's coming to the Green Bay. Or Patrick Sutan. Um, Especially since Jair's yeah, um, deal is coming up. I could see... Them just saying bye bye yeah yeah and giving Patrick Sertan with um Eric Stokes, that would be a great tandem. Um no you I don't I I don't say that they're losing pieces because of Rogers. I think they're losing pieces because you have to have the Packers agree to a trade.
1: Hmm, sure.
0: Um so for sure no matter what team he goes to, there's a couple of, of draft picks in there, plus you're two two players, one player, depending on how many picks. Um But yeah, um, that should be something.
1: All right. Let's move on. Have you seen the new Washington team name that was released this morning?
0: Yeah, the Washington Commanders. How did you not think that people were already going to come up with a nickname? Um, The Washington Commies. Like, Who's their marketing people? There were so many better names out there. They finally admitted all right, this their new team name. I think their new uniforms are cool, but Washington Commanders?
1: This has been two years in the making. Like, At some point, somebody had to have said, we need to think about how else this could be framed or what nicknames there could be.
0: I think that's your job.
1: That's your <laughs> I think that's your job, yeah. Um, when I heard it, I personally am kind of indifferent. It didn't excite me. I didn't feel like, oh, this is an awesome name. Um, like the Red Tails would have been awesome. I actually liked the Adbro's too. I thought that was kind of cool and kind of different. Yep. So this one, it's I don't really have an opinion. I was kind of like, well, all right. I don't. I'm not excited about this. I'm not. I don't hate it. I don't think it's like the worst name in existence. Not that. Like, <laughs> it's not great, but like, I don't like hate it. And I think it makes sense with with Washington because I think they're trying to find.
0: Yeah, I know
1: a name right that defines America basically and what Washington, D.C., so I get it, but I'm kind of it, – it'll be kind of funny to – it's just kind of ironic to have people yelling How commies probably. How awkward is but, their
0: um, mascots of commie?
1: I don't know. You can't really lean into that. I mean
0: – No, you can't at all. You
1: just you can't, can't say, say anything, right? You can't say anything about it. Like you can't be like we acknowledge that this is what people are going to say and just don't say this and don't, don't cheer this. Like you kind of just have to like let it go by the wayside and, and – <laughs>
0: It doesn't help. Hopefully it out one of their main colours is reddish maroon. Doesn't help. It's not helping either. But yeah, I um I agree with you. It's kinda whatever. I'm not I didn't get excited. I thought it was whatever. The Washington Commanders just sounds kind of lame. I don't know. Generals at this point would have been better.
1: Yeah, it's true. And I'm still gonna I mean I'm still gonna refer to them as Washington. Like I'm not gonna be like, Oh, let's go watch the Commanders game. Like
0: I'm sure in a couple of years, we'll probably start saying, like we used to say the Redskins. We're going to start saying the Commanders, but... Yeah. I'm happy that at least I don't have to keep trying to figure out in the back of my head, don't say Redskins, say football team, and then Redskins keep coming coming out, and then I feel like an asshole.
1: Yeah, that's true. At least we got like a name to say now. And I suppose with every rebranding, that's just kind of the way it goes. Exactly. Like even... Uh, when I was in elementary school I went to Meadow Creek Christian School and then they rebranded in 8th grade to Legacy Christian. And that was like a whole thing because people would still refer to Meadow Creek and you'd still have to like tell people that you went to Meadow Creek even though technically it was called Legacy from like and that happened for 5 6 I was even out of high school and people would still ask me where I went to high school and I'd be like Legacy and they'd be like oh I, what is that? like, oh, I remember Meadow Creek Christian School. And they're like, oh, yeah, of course. So it's just rebranding in general. And that's just yeah, kind no, of the way that it, that it everyone, runs. So
0: Everyone that's like, you know, privileged and white knows what legacy Christian school is. Yeah, Speaking exactly. of legacy, um let's talk about Jimmy G. Jimmy G's legacy. Okay. Do you think he, he stays a Niner or no?
1: I don't really know. I have not looked into it. I didn't really that's think I know that was kind of a like a a debate, but I feel like with with Tom and Aaron and everything else going on in the NFL, I feel like that's kind of not really been a huge conversation. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, you're in a tough spot. I don't I don't really know because I I don't know. I don't really know. Because on the one hand part of me is like, you know, he's got a great record. He wins games quite frankly, you know, like whatever you say, like stats don't lie. He wins games and the Niners are a good team. I mean, they were terrible this year for the longest time and then ended up in the NFC championship game. So like, you know, Jimmy G as a quarterback, it's not like he doesn't have any part in that.
0: Thank you, Debo.
1: (laughs) Debo, but, but to the same point, I mean, he's not a, he's not a game changing quarterback, right? He's not, a quarterback who's going to drive down the field with 13 seconds left and send you to overtime to take down the Bills. And actually, when I was watching the game against the Rams, I actually told my dad that when they got the ball back. And I was like, the problem is here is like Jimmy G is a great game manager and they win a lot of games, but he's not a chuck a deep when he really needs to type of quarterback. And sure enough, I think he fumbled or threw a pick or something. So
0: He threw a pick, yeah. He gets too into his head is what I think. Um, in those last, like, couple second drives. My issue here is that I haven't seen enough of Trey Lance where I'm like, move on from Jimmy G. And to be honest with you, for the most part, I think he was making some great throws for most part of the playoffs, except for that last drive where he had to make something happen. Um, Did the Packers almost pick him off, like, four times? Sure. But, um... They only got one of those and they still beat the Packers. Like I I think that he's a winner, like you said. I think he makes good throws when needed to. He played hurt. He's I also think he's a good leader. He's got the locker room behind him. Like his teammates don't ever talk shit about his quarterback. They're, they're not like OBJ out here saying, This guy can't throw. Can't get me the ball. Um I think uh Jimmy G, if I was a GM, I would think long and hard before getting rid of him. <clears throat> Who's out there? Like, no one. Well, there's like, no one else. out there.
1: I mean, if you get rid of him, you go with Trey Lance. Like, that's the yeah. whole point of drafting Trey Lance third overall or whatever, you know.
0: Yeah, at that point, I would have just gone Mac Jones. Who seemed, yeah, like, what I... <laughs> that's a hindsight bias, though, to be honest, because obviously no one would have... Yeah.
1: Known
0: that Mac Jones would have been the best of the rooks. I think uh, Jimmy G... If I had to put something right now, I would say he stays. If they let him go, I would want to see Jimmy G as a colt. I would like to see Jimmy G as a buccaneer. How ironic would that be? He ends up replacing Tom regardless where Tom goes.
1: That'd be hilarious, actually.
0: Um, or the Niners, this wouldn't happen, but that would be fun. If the Niners end up having a trade package for the Packers, Jimmy G becomes a Packer. Aaron Rodgers becomes a Niner and then Jimmy G still somehow owns Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs and we go to the Super Bowl with Jimmy G
1: you heard it here first
0: heard it here first Jimmy G's becoming a Packer and we still beat Aaron Rodgers
1: <laughs> alright let's talk a little Brian Flores I don't know how political this conversation is going to get but oh no <laughs> it's hopefully not too bad uh, but what are, your, what are your thoughts on this this situation? So, uh, Brian Flores is suing the NFL for racial discrimination, I believe. I don't know the uh, s- exact specifics. Yeah,
0: systemic racism, uh, racial discrimination, and defamation of his character.
1: Um, okay. The big I three.
0: Th- I think good for him. Um, I think it, it takes a lot of courage to sue the whole NFL. Um, I definitely think he has a case more so than Antonio Brown does. Um, I'm totally comparing apples and oranges there. But uh, we ironically had this conversation off the podcast, just us hanging out, about uh, African-American coaches in the NFL. And, like, when the Rooney Rule was put in place – maybe there was some better candidates i'm not too sure because um we were younger so i don't know how many other african-american candidates there were out there um now that i pay more attention to the league uh i definitely see that there's at least four good candidates out there just off the top of my head like that without even like really searching deep um that should be head coaches right now i think brian flores should definitely be a coach he he was a a winning coach with an organization that was trying to lose. That didn't say anything. Um, I was telling Autumn yesterday, the fact that it's hard for Eric enemy Bien- to find a head coaching job, but Urban Meyer got one just like that is wild to me. So my feeling on all this is good for him, but I think he's going to be kind of like a, a martyr as far as he's gonna become a Colin Kaepernick where hopefully there is some change that might happen. There's gonna be some attention to this issue, but Brian Flores is not gonna become a coach. That's my take.
1: <clears throat> yeah, his He's definitely falling on a sword and He's probably never gonna coach again, you know, just like Kaepernick didn't become a quarterback again. And I respect sure. the hell out of him for it, and he's he's fighting a, a legitimate battle. Um, I would
0: think he's not gonna coach in the NFL again. He's definitely gonna coach somewhere again. He, sure. He's nearly become a college coach.
1: It's a kid's high school team or something.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's not coming back to the NFL, you know, which is all credit to him um it's just it's it it's such a hard thing because first of all he first of all he's fighting multiple battles here like he's, he's fighting the the racial discrimination thing and then he's fighting the fact that he exposed the Dolphins owner for paying him or trying to bribe him to lose which, as far as I know, he didn't take. Which are two separate, completely different issues. So he's talking about both of these things, but they're they're completely separate issues. And I, yeah, I, I just the tough part is is you're in a league, the biggest sports league on earth that generates billions of dollars. You have every single team being run by you know billionaire, white old guys basically. So, I mean, you're trying to fight a battle that probably has been fought before. I feel like this is not the first time I'm sure this has been brought up. And I th- you're trying to take on the NFL. So I respect the hell out of him for it. Like, I'm I'm all on board for what he's trying to say and what he's trying to do. And, and like, the numbers don't lie when Mike Tomlin is literally the only, like, African-American coach in the NFL, you know?
0: Yeah, Eric B. Enemy is a great example. Leslie Frazier right now. Granted, he was a coach, and he was terrible. But um, he did coordinate the best uh, defense in the league this year without any pro bowlers. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's three three black coaches I can think of just off the top of my head, and I'm sure there's others that I just can't think of off the top of my head. Um, Yeah,
1: To play devil's advocate for a second. Uh, I think (laughs) – No, I think the the issue is is there's not it, it's so hard to find like proof that the reason they're not hiring you is because of your race. Because at the end of the day, like like the Giants situation, right, where the Giants hired their coach before even interviewing Brian Flores, like they literally decided to hire him like a couple days beforehand, and what they can argue is they can come out and they can say. We, you know, it's not because of race, we just didn't hire you because you're not right for our organization or you're not right for what we're trying to do, or blah blah blah. You
0: and know who the, who you know, say, you know, who else would say that? Oh, racist team,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: no, but and guys, I'm playing devil's advocate. This is not what I
1: actually think, but I'm just trying to think from both sides, and this is why I feel like this is gonna be such a hard battle for him to fight.
0: Well, first of all, I'm happy he has those texts from Bill check. also. Shout out to Bill Belichick. What a
1: weird set of texts.
0: Uh, I read through those texts like five times at this point. Who is
1: phrasing these? Like,
0: I don't know, Antonio. He signed his
1: name at the end of that one. BB, (laughs) like we didn't know who you were this whole time.
0: You know, when I first read those texts, I didn't put together BB as in Bill Belichick. I put it together as BB, like baby, and I was like, why is he calling him baby? No
1: why are all the texts that are coming out this season so bad
0: and awkward like you guys don't know yeah. what um no I think that was humiliating if I was Brian Flores and also I I do think that that could prove that there's something going on in the NFL because like how should I how should I say this like you can't have an interview with someone just to make your optics look good and also to, like, get the NFL off your back as far as, like, pushing forward with having more diversity in the league, but already have hired someone days, weeks ago. Like, that's just not okay. At that point, you're just doing optics and not doing actual change, which is why the Rooney Rule was put in place. So, I just... I think you can play devil's advocate. That Giants literally came out and said exactly what you said, hashtag white guys. But um, I, I don't, I, I could see this going well for for the systemic racism going on. And I do, I do think, I think it's a thing. Yeah. I think, I think there's quite a bit of black coaches out there that should be coaches.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I think it's a great. I think it's a great thing, and I think it's a great way to get the conversation going and get the ball rolling. It's, it's unfortunate that I think he's taking a bullet for this and he's going to be the kind of the target of it. But I think it's obviously a conversation needs to be, that needs to happen.
0: Yeah. Cause there's some good change out of it. So like teams excuses for not hiring him have been that he's too rough of a coach. Um, The giants as a, as a organization have had when they're successful, Good, hard, rough coaches. Like, what was um, what was Eli's coach name again? Tom Coffin. First? Dude was literally red all the time because he was so pissed. Yeah. Like yeah. Jim Harbaugh, right now is being being named left and right for a head coaching spot. That's great. Sure, I guess whatever. I don't know why you would leave the college football where you're getting paid like so much more, but also like, is he not like? The hardest—I don't know how to say it—like the roughest mf'er out there.
1: My sources are telling me he's not leaving Michigan.
0: Really? Did he, he told
1: go? Michigan he will return? Just now? Um, yeah, about an hour ago.
0: Oh, let's go! It just doesn't make sense why he would leave. I get it; it's the NFL, but here's my other problem. Time and time again, college coaches have not worked in the NFL. Can we just stop with this whole, let's go for a college coach?
1: (laughs) Jim Harbaugh's a little different, though, because he was already in the NFL.
0: Yeah, but still, he wasn't that great in the NFL.
1: Los Angeles Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell has emerged as the favorite to become the head coach in Minnesota. Who? The Rams OC. Oh, okay. Kevin O'Connell. I
0: heard his name. I th- I was thinking. I thought you said Chargers. That sounds like who? Yeah, I've heard his name being mm-hmm. thrown around for the Texans. Not the. I never. I haven't heard for the Vikings actually.
1: I haven't heard anything about the Texans except Josh McCown, which I don't think was legitimate.
0: That's a that that's another great great um, account for Brian Flores. You're telling me you guys are going to hire a high school football coach over. Over an assistant coach in the end of anything, Josh freaking McCown, are you serious right now? I'm sure he's a good coach and I'm sure he knows his X's and O's, but over Brian Flores, are you shitting me right now? That's just
1: wild. This sound quality is really going to be something.
0: Why? Because I keep putting the mic right in my face.
1: Back and forth on the mic. Look at the at the ZenCaster thing. You're literally blowing out of the.
0: Fine. I'll leave it here and I'm not going to touch it.
1: Like four inches from your face is like perfect. Yep. That's your <laughs> I have to go back and edit this whole thing. You're saying good stuff though.
0: Yeah, um, I think Brian Flores should be a coach. I hope he becomes a coach and I hope he wins and I think he has all the right to complain. And hell yeah, what a waste of his time to go interview on Thursday.
1: Yeah, for real.
0: And they already had a, oh, that's just, that just makes me so mad. Maybe because I'm Mexican, so I would know what that's like.
1: Yeah, um, minority.
0: Way does make that sound like it's a bad thing.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, minority.
1: It's just the way I say it because I'm white. There's no other way to say it.
0: Oh, there's a different way to say it.
1: I think this Brian Flores thing is not done. I think it's going to blow up into a bigger issue than the NFL probably wants, which is a good thing. And it's a good yeah, thing for. I don't I, think. I, agree. I don't think this is going to be swept under the rug, like.
0: And I think it's a good thing for. Um, also, I, I for those still people that don't believe that racism is still out there, like open. We <laughs> the the FBA just well, it wasn't that recent. It was a while ago, but they uh, they got an owner kicked out of the NBA, the the Pelicans. I thought no, the Clippers. Clippers. Clipper's owner, because he was racist as F. I forgot his name. Why can't I remember people's names today?
1: That was a long time ago.
0: Yeah, but still, not that <clears> long <throat> if you take, put it into the grand scheme of things. Yeah. That was like, what, 10 years ago? Not that long Ten,
1: ago. Yeah, 10 years ago. Yeah.
0: Um. Also, that's just because he got caught. So he, I don't think he was actually sorry for what he said, calling black <laughs> people monkeys. I think he was.
1: <laughs> He's definitely not sorry for what he said.
0: No, I think he was sorry he got caught.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes.
0: Yeah, I, I hope that in the NFL you just go for the best candidate out there, which I think in this case would be uh, Brian Flores is one of the top candidates out there. I, I just I, – I would be mad if Josh McCown gets hired as the Texans co- head coach before – Eric Bieniemy, Brian Flores, or Leslie Frazier. That's just my take right there. Heck, uh, was the Chargers coach Anthony Fisher? No, right before before the new guy.
1: Um,
0: Anthony Lynn. There it is. There it is. He was a decent coach. I liked him. Offensive minded.
1: Yeah. yeah, he was good. He didn't have a quarterback. But.
0: Yeah, exactly. Then they got him out of town.
1: <laughs> and Then they got a quarterback.
0: Yeah. and Yeah. The fact that you're... I'm shocked that the owners were offering Brian Flores money for losing because I could see that working in the NBA. In the NFL, you, there's no way. There's no way you're convincing NFL players to not win.
1: 100k though per game,
0: he offered it to For, the coach, not the players. All well,
1: right, to a coach who doesn't make a ton of money, like NFL coaches don't get paid a crap ton.
0: I know, but what's so you if you're sitting here
1: like, yo, I would pay you 700k to lose seven games,
0: he's not a lot of money. I like when his response is on my DNA, I'm not gonna take a dive, but also, you, you're just you can't convince NFL players. To take, unless you're a quarterback, but every other player basically on, on a roster is fighting for not just for this year and to keep their spot, but they're fighting for when free agency comes, they're fighting for mm. hell next year so that they don't get cut. I think an NFL player is always giving it their all. Um, even when they're on crappy teams, maybe not 100, maybe they're giving 80%, but they're still trying. The Lions beat you guys in Week 15.
1: Yeah, and the players are just, I mean, they're just competitive and too competitive in their nature anyway to not try. I agree. All right. Let's talk a little Tom Brady and then uh, then wrap her up. Tom Brady has officially retired. He's out. He's done. Moving on to greener pastures. I want to play some golf
0: good for him. A little bit surprised. I thought he was going to play one more year, but also as much hate as I gave Tom Brady his whole career and how much I wish Aaron Rodgers was winning as much as he was. um, I have nothing to say but to be grateful for watching Tom Brady while I grew up. And There's officially only one quarterback left for our childhood, which is Aaron Rodgers. Other than that, it's really – everybody's gone, which is kind of weird. It's a weird feeling. And Aaron Rodgers probably only has two more years. Um, but I have nothing but but gratefulness for Tom Brady. He's definitely the GOAT. Um, I would argue he's the GOAT of all sports at this point. I think his leadership, his winningness, his drive, his competitiveness, I think he is – this might be a hot take, but I think he passed – Jordan, I really do. Mostly because, like, sure, Jordan was more talented and whatever. But as LeBron shows all the time, and Giannis, like one NBA player can change a franchise. Um, and NFL, as Roger shows time and time again, it's not just a quarterback; it's a team game. It takes all three phases of the of the game, and all eleven players to win a, a team game like that. So I think Tom Brady. Just him having seven rings, um, speaks volumes. I don't think we're gonna see it in our lifetime again. Someone, I think Patty Mahomes would should be able to break his passing records, but I don't know if he'll be able to catch up to seven rings. Um, I just, I, I think we got lucky to see Tom Brady, and that's all I got to say.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I don't think there's much else to say. Like, <clears throat> hell of a career. You know, respect him. He's one of the greatest competitors of all time. And it's a pleasure to watch him. You know, I think we we like to look back on really great players in the past and be jealous that we couldn't watch them and witness all those great moments. Mm-hmm. And with Tom Brady, we can. We can say, you know, that we actually got to watch you know, arguably the greatest athlete of all time. So it's kind of a crazy thing, and <laughs> so it's a little weird the way at home it went down. But I think he's confident in his decision, obviously. And I wish him, I wish him the best in all his business ventures, and mad respect to him. And there's not much else to say. I feel like.
0: Yeah, I I will say one more thing. I hope he doesn't. Do the Favre and then come back in a year or two.
1: Yeah, he doesn't strike me as that type of person.
0: Me neither, but but I I do hope that. Also, um, I I'm just I am a little shocked that he did retire because um, he led the league in touchdowns, yards, all the quarterback things that matter, except for QBR. Like that's one hell of a way to go out, if other than winning the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. which. Um, I do think that Aaron Rodgers is the MVP, but I don't think he will get it because of the vaccinated thing and also because Brady announced he's retiring. So I do think the voters are going to go for Brady because it's his last year and just give it to him because he also like has a case too. So there you go. Brady taking one more thing from Rodgers.
1: <laughs> I can see that happening. But we'll see, you know, stranger things have happened.
0: All right. Well, next episode, we can talk about the actual Super Bowl and then be disappointed that football's over.
1: But for now, thanks for tuning back in. I know it's been a while, so we'll get her published and uh, hope you enjoy it. Thanks. This
0: is too much time.